Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Wednesday, Golden Eagle fans listening across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network. It's the Eagle Hour, last live show of the year of our Lord, 2020. Happy to have you along. We will be having a show tomorrow and Friday, best of. Coach Will Hall tomorrow, Coach Scott Berry on Friday. But today we're live from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Luke Johnson in Jones County, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens down in, I guess you guys are in Lamar County out in West Hattiesburg. Happy to have everyone along for the day. Going to talk to Jack Duggan, Sports Information Director uh, with Southern Miss in just a second. Uh, but the first segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Just look around your neighborhood, and there'll be a Dickies there. Great smoked barbecue, all kinds of uh, the best meats you enjoy are found local, and they can cater any event to you also. Dickies cooked here, loved everywhere. The hometown team in Hattiesburg, right next to Turtle Creek Mall, and greatly appreciate the great food they give and their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. How else could we close out 2020 other than bringing uh, possibly or, uh, you know, actually the, the most popular Eagle Hour guest, the frequent uh, great friend of the show, frequent guest, and uh, we're going to close out 2020 today with the old left-hander, Jack Duggan. Jack, we are one day away from 2020 being gone. I'm just so thankful we made it. Yeah, you and me both, Luke. I tell you what, it has been a, it has been a long, weird year, that's for sure. I'm going to do kind of a year-end review with Kelly a little later, the biggest uh, sports stories about Southern Miss. But, but Jack, you know, reflecting on, on this year, because this is the time of the year we, we reflect, I, I guess coming into the year there would be no way in the world if, you, if somebody told you this is what Jack Duggan as a sports information director is going to uh, see and be a part of in 2020. You'd have never believed it, huh? No, 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 certainly not. I didn't think I would be – sitting in my house for for four months trying to figure out a way to, to promote Southern Miss athletics with no events, um, especially during a fun time of the year, d- during baseball and softball season and beach volleyball and all the sports that, that go along in the spring. And uh, it was it – was, uh, yeah, it was weird to say the least. It just was, was something that, you know, unprecedented, but something that, that – that, needed to be done and and uh we did the best that we could a lot of people and and we try to bring it out on this show a lot of people don't you know understand and and maybe appreciate the work that you and your your staff do and i guess my my two opening questions and kelly's got some for you what's the biggest challenge this year that maybe nobody knew about i mean the the you're in unprecedented territory as a sports information director the biggest challenge jack duggan faced this year and then maybe uh, secondly the greatest joy or the greatest reward looking back on 2020 well i guess the biggest challenge is 
is you're looking at you're looking at coming back in the office in June and you're you're two months away from 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 having a football season. You don't know if you're going to have it or not, uh, along with your other fall sports. And then and then you got to figure out well if you do have football season, how are you going to do it? <laughs> you know what's the what's the safest? What's the most practical? What's the best way that um, that you can pull that off? At least in my role as 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 the sports information director at Southern Miss. And you know I thought we came up with some protocols and some plans that that I thought went really well. You know we had the opportunity to be the first. FBS game uh, to start uh, the football season, and uh, you know we thought things went about as smooth as they could. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know we had a head coach resign after that, and then we went through two two uh, two interim coaches before uh, uh, Jeremy McLean hired Will Hall to be our twenty second uh, head coach uh, just earlier this month, so. Uh, it's been it's been interesting to say the least. It's not something that uh, that I'd like to go through again. Uh, you know, there were times where you felt like that um, you know the football was 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 secondary, and and that that it just you know you just kind of you you wondered <laughs> you know it, it just it just you know usually the the pomp and circumstance of of, of having college football on a Saturday afternoon is what drives you through a fall and. You know, it just didn't seem to have that this year, you know, for whatever reason, I guess COVID being uh, the biggest one. But, uh, you know, I think we got through it. Um, you know, that's probably the biggest challenge uh, of of the year. And then, you know, I had a, I had a health issue too. So I missed a couple of weeks um, uh, for that. And then uh, I got quarantined another time and I had to, I had to stat <laughs> – I had to stat a home game from my living room, so I, I don't know if you've wow. ever had to do that. But let me tell you, it's not—it's not the easiest thing to do. So, um, but you know, it worked out, and uh, you know, I'm lucky. I've got a great assistant, David Cohen. Uh, I've got uh, some great, uh, some great uh, graduate assistant help, uh, and Grant Keith and Cody Goldman, and then uh, former GA who's who's helped us out, Anna Grissett. Um, you know, the five of us, I thought we did about as good a job as you could do in, in a very uh, tough situation. Hacksaw, I want to ask you, by the way, Happy New Year, buddy. Um, Happy New Year to you, Kelly. Thank you. The, the, the question I have is, is purely from a human standpoint. Uh, in the Hattiesburg area, the last week alone, five restaurants have closed and have said they're, they're done. They're, oh, not, yeah. they're not even going to reopen. Um, and a couple of them pretty prominent restaurants, uh, no disrespect to the others. But was there a time in this whole COVID pandemic, Jack, that you, that you and your colleagues seriously thought, you know what, we may not, we may lose our jobs? Oh, yeah. Every day. Every day. And, and, and we're not through it yet, Kelly. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. we're, not, we're not through this yet. And, uh, you know, fortunately... You know, and there's there's a lot of people in my industry that did lose their job, and and um, you know it, it's been tough. It's been tough for a lot of people in a lot of different industries. You know, you, you mentioned the restaurant industry. You know, we do. Uh, my wife and I. My wife told me of a restaurant uh, closing the other day. That some it was a restaurant that we went to all the time, and uh, you know, quite quite honestly, it's, it's sad. And 
but unfortunately it's the reality and and um you know until we can get back to you know whatever whatever normal used to be you know it's just unfortunately the way it is i've i've always wondered too jack too that that as you're walking through campus on those you know uh, occasional saturdays where there's a home football game and occasionally you'll get one of those fans that gets liquored up and um and, you know, the old liquid courage, and they always come up, and they've always got the right answers, right? They've always got, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, and, and it's usually critical. Uh, I'm sure there have been times when you've just about had a bait of that. So how do you handle people who always have the right answers? How do you listen? Because I think at the end of the day, people, people want to be heard, and, and you listen, you listen to, to what they have to say, and... and 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 you let them know that that they're that they're um, you know what their feelings are are real and 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 you know that's you know that's all you can do you know you you have to kind of you know listen as much as you, as you can and 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 let them know that that their feelings are relevant. I mean, I had I had an incident. Um, uh, Probably about twelve or thirteen years ago, where a guy called me on the phone and uh, told me what a bad job I was doing, and um, and it was in regards to uh, a decision that was made in the athletic department, and, you know, which was fine, and 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 you know he went on and on and on, and he cursed me a couple of times, and and uh, he goes, you know what? Now I want to hear what you have to say, and I said, I said, sir, <laughs> I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't have. You know, why should I respond to somebody who's who's cursing to me? Yeah, yeah but I mean, there had to have been times, man, when you wanted to give a lot of people the one finger salute, right? I no, mean, no, no, okay. no. I mean, well, good it, for it, you. It's the nature that that's a nice guy, Kelly. <laughs> I know, but he also is human. You know? Yeah, I, I am, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that I see that that I don't like, but you know, I can't let that drive me to what I'm doing. Right, you know, and and yeah, you know, it's just the reality of it. And And, and, you know, I learned I learned a long time ago, you know, and it was something it was something that was very hard for me to understand and and to learn was was that you can't satisfy everybody. And you know, once I once I kind of came to grips to that, I think I was a lot better off. You know, and I still see, you know, I'll see something on Twitter where. I'll just look at it and I'll shake my head and I'll go, "What? What is this?" But you know, I mean, you can't you can't really do anything about it, and and so you try not well, to you try not to let it bother you. You know, that's why that's why I never go look at message boards. That's why I never do any of that because all, all it does is it's just it's just a means to to to, to anger you, and so I don't do it. Well, it's just. Jack, all, all the it. Jack Duggan haters, they've never caught a baseball and a hamburger at the same time. They don't have that kind of talent. So, Jack, thanks for coming on today, man. Uh, happy New Year to you and your family. Appreciate all that you have done and continue to do for Southern Miss. I appreciate You guys have a great New Year. We'll talk to you soon. We'll be back on the Eagle Hour right after this. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. 
This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by our friends at Campus Bookmart right across from the main entrance of campus on Hardy Street. The big, bright yellow building. You can't hardly miss it. Yeah, you get your textbooks there and other utensils you might need for the classroom when you're going into the classroom. But there's also the location areas where you can get all your Southern Miss uh, swag, including, you know, shirts and coffee mugs and license plate tags. You name it, they've got it there. And they're open 24-7 at Campus Bookmart. That's Campus Bookmart with a T. I've had some people say, well, I went to Campus Bookmark with a K, and I couldn't find it. I said, no, no, Campus Bookmart uh, for all of your needs, and they can, they can ship it to you. And we're proud that they're with us here on the Eagle Hour. Kelly Sander in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson joins us in, am I supposed to say beautiful downtown Laurel, or is that kind of a thing, Luke? Whatever okay. you want to say. I tell you what, the tourists are out today, son. It is un. Believable. They are everywhere. So you must, you must be in there in your Speedo and T-shirt again then in the studio. Uh, no. Anyway, um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about here the rest of the hour, but a postscript to our, our talk with Jack Duggan there a minute ago. You know, the, the toughest thing I would think, um, and I, I want to ask him maybe next time, is as a sports information director in the very title, you're supposed to disseminate sports information. But many times they're the last people to know. Yeah, I know during these coaching searches, you know, sports information directors are hounded. Well, who, who's interviewing? Who's, who are our leading contenders? You know, who's it going to be? And they'll say, well, I don't know. And people will go, what do you mean you don't know? You're the sports information director. Well, you can't tell people things when you're not told things. I'm not at all being critical. I'm saying some, some things have to be held, you know, meetings have to be held secretively or, or what have you. But they don't know everything all the time. And... To make that point even further, uh, a week before, oh, a couple of days before Christmas, I was at a local place picking up some food for our Christmas dinner, and I ran into a pretty high-ranking person in the in the uh, sports department at Southern Miss. It, the news had just broken that Ohio State, that Southern Miss, that the Eagles were going to go play Ohio State in the opener in 2024. So I said to that person, I said, hey, man, big news, huh? The Eagles are going to go to Columbus and play Ohio State. And he looked at me and said, where did you hear that? I said, man, it's all over Twitter. I said, WDAM just you know, posted it. The, you know, are you sure? And I'm thinking, come on, you're putting me on. But it was obvious to me the person did not know that that was taking place. So, you know, big entities like a university, not everybody's going to know everything. So if you ever want to get on to a sports information director or things like that, just remember, they'll be glad to tell you if, if they find out or if they know but uh, but if they don't know, they can't snap stuff out of the air. Is that fair enough, Luke? Absolutely. And, and guys like Jack, I mean, you know, you you take it for granted how much work that he does because all the work that he does makes game day and, you know, especially for us also who, who cover Southern Miss every day, uh, so much easier. And when, when Jack's absent or when, you know, something didn't happen or you go somewhere else where they don't do the work, the type of quality, the way Jack is, it's a ginormous hole that you didn't realize was there until it's not there. And uh, so, yeah, man, he's such a great dude appreciate uh all the times this year that he has been on and actually have him to thank tomorrow um you know we'll play we'll play the uh, the will hall interview from earlier this month and it was it was jack duggan that got uh, will hall on this show uh the day that the you know the official press conference was for two segments and so we appreciate everything jack does for us yeah we were we were at the top of the list to because everybody wanted to bend coach hall's ear so um you know so and they 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 could make that decision the university could say now 
you know, you'll be at the bottom of the list. But but we were at the top. And of course, we're, we're happy about that. And the fact that 11 stations across the state were able to, to hear Coach Hall uh, meant a lot. And of course, the hiring of, of Coach Will Hall would probably be ranked in the top three sports stories that took place in Southern Miss history this um, 2020. Um, but if you and I think that goes without saying, and COVID would be another one. But from there, Luke, as, as you break them down, um, how high would you rank the fact that, that Jay Hobson resigned only one game into the season? How high would you rank that story, do you think? Well, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. Obviously, COVID is the number one story. Everything, we, we get that. COVID impacted everything that we'll talk about. But there, there's two ways to look at the uh, the coaching process or the, the, you know, the coaching hire. I, I think the Will Hall hiring is a separate in itself because it was the end of a journey. But when you look at, uh, I think you can group Hobson, Walden, and Billings, you know, together. I mean, it's unprecedented. Um, I think it was the earliest the coach had resigned. I, it's over 50 years, man, or 40 years since it had happened, and, and Coach Hop stepped uh, stepped away. And then Scotty Walden's in for three games, and then he gets hired. And that wouldn't have happened if the FCS wouldn't have canceled, you know, or postponed their season until the spring. And Tim Billings comes in, and, man, they, they finished well, went 2-2 two and two in their last two games, and impressive win against FAU. So I, I think if you look across the spectrum – because it's it's slim pickings this year from a from a story standpoint. Because I still am amazed that you, me, and Bob got through uh, baseball season and all of summer with no sports to talk about, and yet you know kept the show uh, people thanking us you know for covering stuff every day. But I, I would group that together: the Hobson, Walden, Billings, uh, football leadership. I mean, it's just kind of unprecedented, like the rest of the things in this year. Okay, so as you look at other stories, uh, one I would think would be the the recruiting. Class that Jay Ladner put together and and we'll see and and this is a an unfinished script right you're about halfway into it you'll know how good the entire movie or play is so to speak in a couple years when these guys uh, come to complete maturation but I would think that 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 would be uh, another story Um, and and I don't know if it was decided did beer sales beer sales went into effect in the stadium was it in 2019 Right. Or was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. 2019. Because I was going to say, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I, I certainly think that that would have been uh, a big story. But it's but it seems like uh, the further you, you peel back the onion and not all the stories were, were good stories. You know, there was the financing uh, snafu, to put it very mildly, of the uh, of the volleyball complex. You know, some of that some of that came out, not necessarily in a good light, but it was a story um, nonetheless. So, I mean. Major stories, minor stories. If you follow Southern Miss sports every day, there's going to be a story. What 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 more comes to your mind? Going along with basketball, the the signing class. I mean, it was a JUCO heavy class and some real ballers in there. And again, this goes back to what we've been talking about basketball, just trying to find the chemistry. But the Reed Green Coliseum um, renovations. I mean, if uh, it, it's unfortunate that you know only a, a limited number can can get in it. But I'm telling you guys, if you hadn't been in the greenhouse when you step in there, it looks like a whole different arena. It's it's brighter. It's it's it appears to be bigger. And we've talked about some of the things there that that goes along really well. Um, to piggyback off of uh, of the Will Hall hire, um, which I think would probably be the second biggest story um, this year, or, or second or third story this year, is is his signing class. I mean, it's unbelievable what those guys pulled off. 
And uh, hopefully we're going to have Reed Stringer on next week, who's now the uh, general manager of uh, the football team and the uh, the recruiting coordinator. Just what they were able to pull off so quick. Southern Miss got another commit last night. We'll tell you about that a little later in the show. But, Kelly, I'm thinking there, there's two that, that, that people haven't – uh, really talked about. I'll let you comment on this first one, and then uh, and I'll tell you the, the the second one. It's the granting of the extra year of eligibility. I mean, we're about to go into baseball season where uh, talent for talent wise, this is the talent on this team will rival that of the 2017 50 win team. Thirty nine guys, twenty one pitchers, unbelievable freshman talent. You get Walker Powell back, Gabe Shepard's back, Hunter Stanley's back. I mean, it is enormous. Uh, the Gabe Montenegro is back in it is because the NCAA granted an extra year of eligibility uh, for winter sports and baseball. Good news for everybody except high school seniors. High school. Yeah, the high school kids who are looking to come in, you know, right away and contribute. Uh, and it's it's real. It's best news of all. Southern Miss aside, to the junior college teams, not only in the state of Mississippi but across the country, because now. These freshmen, these incoming freshmen who thought they were going to be, you know, in a much more um, manageable competitive situation now find log jams. I mean, two or three guys maybe at, at certain positions. So the junior colleges are going to get a lot of guys that they that they maybe, you know, didn't anticipate. So it there's that's such a domino effect when that decision came out, you know, all around. But football-wise, too. I mean, again, it's, it's good news for the universities. It's good news uh, for the athletes. Of course, not all the athletes will take the NCAA up on that. And you, you know, talk about Matthew Guidry at uh, Southern Miss, the standout baseball player. Could have had another year, but he said, nope, i am got my diploma. I'm going to get out in the real world and start making a living. So, obviously, not everybody's going to make that decision, but it is there, and it impacts everybody. You know, good news for the colleges and the college athletes, bad news for the high school players coming up. And it, it, the immediate impact is positive. We won't know, you know, for the next couple of years, there will be trickle down. There's immediate trickle down, like with the high school players, but you wonder about roster size. You wonder about how all this is going to impact recruiting. And those are some of the unknowns. We don't know a year from now or, or two years from now what it will look like. Um, but it helps Southern Miss and with, you know, all the seniors for football can come back and as, as well. Yeah. And as and we're going to. As, as we're heading into a break, I'm just saying, I, here's that negative Nelly in me again, but I'm, I'm not convinced that baseball is not going to have some further impact from COVID as these numbers go up Probably and up and will. up. You know, I, I hope it doesn't, but the Eagle Hour, we're going to be here. We're rocking and rolling. Luke and I have already battled the C word, and we've got a couple more segments to end 2020, and we'll get after that after you get after these. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Wednesday, December 30th, 2020. Programming note, tomorrow, best of show, not only tomorrow, but Friday, Will Hall. 
tomorrow, Scott Berry on Friday. Happy to have you joining with us on the Eagle Hour. Third segment brought to you every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Kelly Michael and I are going to pick some bowl games here in just a minute. And you can watch every bowl game at 4th Street Bar and Grill. They're going to be open on New Year's Day, open at 11. They're going to be serving the traditional New Year's Day meal. That's ham, cabbage, and black-eyed peas. So you can go New Year's Day at 11 and be like what my mother tells me every year. Eat your black-eyed peas and your cabbage and your ham on New Year's Day. They're going to have it at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Got some bowl games tonight. If you're uh, out and about, uh, you can go over there and watch. We really appreciate everything they do. And, of course, as always, the 8.95 lunch every single day. Luke and Kelly. And Michael Mergen's producing today from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Bob Getty uh, has shifted from his Christmas vacation to his New Year's vacation. He'll be back with us next week. Yeah, and people all the all time, right, guys. Luke, people will say, well, how many, how many weeks of vacation does Bob get? I said, well, if you look in the Telesouth manual, you know, after 50 years of employment, what is <laughs> <laughs> now we both get four weeks every year. Well, he gets and I only used one. Well, I think he's pushing his limit. I yeah, think. he may have used I a few a more. Bit, but I'm not once, gonna, you, yeah. once you once you re- once you reach the age of eighty seven, they started giving you just whenever you want to. I advance. guess I got you. That's where Bob is right now. They actually because he's a Washington fan that uh, because they had to drop their quarterback, they got some days of mourning as well. All right, the Bowl Challenge Cup is uh, something we mentioned earlier this week. It's just kind of a measuring stick how different teams are doing so far. The Sun Belt in first place at 4-1. and one. The Big 12, Mountain West, and Independence are all 2-0. and oh. The MAC is 1-0. and oh. American 1-3. Pac-12 0-1. Oh and, and good old Conference USA 0-6. Oh Guys, we got a lot of games to pick uh, today. Going on right now is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That sounds incredible. Uh, Wisconsin leading Wake Forest right now at the end of the third quarter. Uh, the game tonight, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. This is one of the best bowl games, should be, of the year. From Arlington, Texas, number 7 Florida at are uh, against the number six Oklahoma OU a seven and a half point favorite Kelly Center. Well, before before we pick that that mayonnaise bowl game that's going on right now, what what was the spread? Where's it? <laughs> it doesn't say now because the game started. No, yeah. no, but but it's the mayonnaise. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I was trying oh, to ignore okay. it. I was okay. actually I responding with factual. I got it. Um, I'm going to take the Gators. I know they're a touchdown underdog, but I'm going to I'm going to take Florida in that game. Michael, Oklahoma. Oh, really? Okay. That should be a good game. I think Trask uh, will be a little too much. Um, see if Dan Mullen commits any violations in the game, but I'll be for. Florida. All right, uh, tomorrow, New Year's Eve, uh, some games. Tulsa against Mississippi State, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl from Fort Worth. Uh, Southern Miss played in this game last year. The Golden Hurricane, not the Hurricanes, the Hurricane against Mississippi State, Tulsa, point-and-a-half favorite. Kelly. Yeah, I, and I know everybody's kind of laughing at Mississippi State outside of, of our state because they're there with, what, two wins this year. But I, but I think uh, – yeah, I think even so. I think the guys that that are playing for Mississippi State are guys that really want to be there. You know, going forward, especially. I think Mississippi State's going to win the game. It's going to be close. Michael? but I'm going to go Tulsa. Ah, I'm going with the Bulldogs. I think Will Rogers will 
light up that gold. Hey, how did we do yesterday, and, uh, Luke? How did you and I do yesterday? Oklahoma State. I'll we tell got, you in just a moment. Okay, we got that one right, I know. Yeah, Oklahoma State got that one, and then the nightcap. Uh, we both picked Texas, I think. So yeah, we did. Good. Okay, so we're 2-0? and Good deal. All right, the offer pad Arizona Bowl at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Ball State against undefeated San Jose State. San Jose State, the Spartans are a 9.5-point favorite. Killer. All right, try it again. What The offer pad? What? Arizona Bowl, oh, Ball Arizona. State at San Jose State. Uh, Ball State, who's most notorious, uh, well, I shouldn't say notorious, but most notable graduate, Michael, from Ball State, late night comedian. Oh, um, David Letterman. Yes, David Letterman Kelly went, went to Ball State. Uh, and really? Yeah, he sure yeah. did. Um, I will take, and I'll take the Cardinals. I'll take Ball State. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Ball State on that one, too. San Jose State finishes the year 8-0. Go Spartans, the unknown Sparty. All right, uh, tomorrow the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. West Virginia against Army. Army got a bowl game, and they're an underdog. They're a nine, or I'm sorry, a six and a half point underdog. Yeah. West Virginia at Army. Man, you got you talk about two offenses that are completely different. You got mm-hmm. West Virginia that throws it just about every play, and you got Army that runs it just about every play. Uh, but I like Army's grit and toughness and the fact that they were snubbed to begin with, so they're out to make a statement. I'll take Army and big. I'm going West Virginia. Wow. Army. Go Army beat West Virginia. Music City Bowl, Iowa, Missouri canceled. Arkansas, TCU, and the Texas Bowl canceled. And so uh, we just have those five games today and tomorrow. Moving forward to New Year's Day, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl at 11 a.m. in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs 7-2 against the undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats. Uga, seven-point favorite. Yeah, you're going to find out just how good Cincinnati is here. This is kind of their national championship game. But you got the, the deck, which is not surprisingly, stacked against Cincinnati. The Bearcats playing Georgia in their own backyard. Uh, in in the ATL, so I will take the Bulldogs, but it'll be close. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bulldogs. Yeah, Cincinnati's got the best defense in the country, but Georgia's got better athletes, so I'll I'll take uh, Georgia in that one. Noon on New Year's Day, the Citrus Bowl, Auburn uh, without Gus Malzahn against Fitzgerald's Northwestern was a Wildcats six and two Northwestern three and a half point favorite in that one. Yeah, I like Northwestern uh, just because right now Auburn's just trying to recreate itself or find itself too much upheaval here the last uh, month or so, even with the new new coach. I'll take Northwestern. Steady as she goes, Northwestern has been a really strong, solid performer over the past 10 years under Fitzgerald. It's got him up for some NFL jobs, reportedly. I'll take Northwestern. I agree, Northwestern. Same, and I think this will be Fitzgerald's possibly last game at Northwestern. 3 p.m., game one of the college football playoff, the Rose Bowl, live from Arlington, Texas. Notre Dame against Alabama. Alabama, a 19.5-point favorite. Because I can't even say the A word, I'm just going to say Notre Dame loses. (laughs) (laughs) Just because they're Notre Dame and from my neck of the woods, I'm going Notre Dame. That's that's the reason why. Good for you, Michael. That Regional will, favorite. That will never happen, but good for you. I know, you. I yeah. know. Someone has to, though. Bama will win, and Bama will cover. Alabama will roll in that one. 7 p.m., uh, game two of the college football playoff, the All-State Sugar Bowl from New Orleans. 
Ohio State against Clemson. Clemson a seven and a half point favorite. Little little uh, news note going in here. Clemson offensive coordinator Tony Elliott will not be there because of COVID protocol. Ohio State Clemson Kelly. They'll still squash Ohio State. Ohio State has no business being there, and it's the, it's just getting to be boring. It's the same four teams every year. You know, maybe outside of Notre Dame and Oklahoma sneaks in there or something, but it's always Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Clemson wins big. Yeah, I'm going Clemson. I'm going to go Clemson, too. I think uh, Ohio State will keep it close in the first half, and Clemson will blow them out in the second half. I had a couple more games. We run against a commercial break. We'll just carry it over to the fourth segment. Uh, Four games on uh, January the 2nd, this coming Saturday, 11 a.m., the Tax Layer Gator Bowl. NC State 8 and 3 against Kentucky, losing record 4 and 6, and yet the 4 and 6 Kentucky uh, football team's a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I think the Wolfpack uh, hasn't been very good lately, but they're having a good season. I'll take North Carolina State to top it off. I agree, North Carolina State. Go Wolfpack. 11:30 a.m. in the Outback Bowl, 4 and 5 Ole Miss against 11th ranked Indiana, the Hoosiers eight and a half point favorite. Yeah, Indiana's down a defensive coordinator now. Kane Womack took the job at uh, at South uh, Alabama, but uh, Indiana's been kind of a team of des- destiny this year. They're going to win that game to finish a terrific season. Yeah, Big Ten, Indiana. It'd be interesting to see what they'll do uh, without Kane Womack and, and Penix. The quarterback is out, but I don't think uh, Ole Miss's defense can can stop Indiana, so I'll go with the Hoosiers. Uh, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, 3 p.m. Oregon against Kelly's Ohio State Cyclones. Did you say Ohio State Cyclones? Iowa State Cyclones. <laughs> there you go. go. Same Four-point four point favorite. Go Cyclones. Only because Kelly's sitting here, I'm going to go Cyclones. No, no. If you want to take, if you want to take Oregon and be oh, I a loser, I think Oregon's going to win. But I'll, well, I'll just take I'll, Oregon. No, I'll root for. I'll root for. Well, you can root for Iowa State, but if you think well, Oregon's going to Oregon, gonna... Oregon. Oh. Brock go. Purdy has been real Purdy to the college football playoff committee. So for their sake, I'll take the Iowa State Cyclones. All right, All right last one. Yeah, hang on, Luke. Hang, hang on just a second. Hang on before you get to that one, and we go into commercial break. We can carry it over, but I just want to tell everybody in America. How Michael and I should be like the rest of America, Luke Johnson, where we can disagree on who we think is going to win a football game, but we can respect each other. We can sit at the same table. We can break bread and still get along. Amen. We are just, uh, the world. Just hearing it. <laughs> we are the just world. Just hearing it and not looking at it the way it, it sounded like Michael was getting his arm twisted there in the studio. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a grown man. He took I'm Oregon. Oregon. I'm fine. And that's okay. He went Oregon. I'm fine. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. We'll step away. Last segment of the Eagle Hour on this Wednesday. Right after this, stick with us. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Toyota of Hattiesburg always sponsors our fourth segment every single day of the Eagle Hour. Looking for a new vehicle? They can help you go online to their website, toyotahattiesburg.com. You can check out their entire inventory, certified vehicles, pre-owned vehicles, and brand spanking new vehicles all there, toyotahattiesburg.com, and located on Highway 98 in 
Hattiesburg. Luke and Kelly and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. One more game to pick. The Capital One Orange Bowl, 7 p.m. on January the 2nd. Texas, this is an intriguing game, guys. Texas A&M against North Carolina. Um, I, you know, Jimbo got his, got his high chap that the Aggies didn't get in. Sam Howell and uh, old Mac Brown, uh, they, they, they made a run. They look really good. They look really bad. So it's going to be interesting to see which of the teams shows up. And, and I have to go on record as saying I am not a Jimbo Fisher fan, particularly what he did to Florida State, and I'm certainly not a Florida State fan. But but I have to agree with them. I think they got the shaft. I think they should have been there over over Notre Dame or Ohio State. But that being said, I'll take the Aggies to win pretty easily against uh, North Carolina. Yep, Aggies. I'm going to go with North Carolina here. I'm going to go with Sam Howell, and I will probably be wrong. They will probably get beat by 40. But uh, I'm going to go with the... Tar Heels. So it should be a, a fun, uh, if, if you say, well, I haven't watched, been able to watch any football, you got uh, 12 or 13 games in front of you to be able to do that. A couple news and notes. Uh, Lakevious Daniel, a new commit to Southern Miss, got to watch him play for Jones College. He's from Louisville, Mississippi, a defensive back transferring from Ole Miss and made official last night on Twitter. So he will aid the Golden Eagles secondary. Had a lot of offers out of junior college, the number seven uh, defensive back nationally uh, coming out of JUCO. And so he is a brand-new Southern Miss Golden Eagle. Golden Eagles still looking to sign a few more players uh, after until the February uh, signing date. So congratulations to to Will Hall and uh, Austin Armstrong, Tad Blaylock, those guys um, that put that out there. Lakevious Daniel, the newest Southern Miss Golden Eagle. Um, Kelly, I, I, I forgot to mention this earlier and in and, and these big stories of the year. Uh, somebody that you know, we, we always try to cover outside the big three, and this is outside the big three uh, sports at Southern Miss. Eric Richards um, ended his uh, track and field career this year as a Southern Miss Golden Eagle. He was an indoor All-American. He was set to compete in the NCAA championships one day uh, before uh, they canceled the season. So he was getting ready to, to compete in the championship. Conference USA record holder, and when the season was canceled, he had just broken his own Southern Miss school record, moved him in for a tie for third nationally, and he was top 15th in the world with a seven-foot, four-and-a-half-inch high jump. And so I think that is probably the most underrated big story of the year, and it just speaks to what's being done out there with the track and field program. Yeah, and good for him. You know, and to go around telling everybody you're an indoor All-American, I kind of, I kind of like that uh, that title. You know? <laughs> indoor All-American, and you, Lakevis um, Daniels, right? Lakevis Daniels, you know, yeah. The thing that 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 I find so, I'm I'm thrilled, obviously, that he's coming to Southern Miss, but it's like Ole Miss can't use an upgrade in the defense. <laughs> I mean, this is this guy's a premier junior college defensive back, and Ole Miss can't stop a nosebleed, you know, and you can't can't find I'll a place for the sure. You bet, you bet. But I'm just going, Ole Miss. What are you doing? But that's okay, you know. All right, in our last couple minutes uh, of the show, programming note again, tomorrow and Friday we will have a best of uh, Coach Will Hall tomorrow, Scott Berry on Friday. Um, guys, it's been a very, very challenging year, maybe the most understated understatement of the year there. Uh, but we've got through it, and I uh, just want to say publicly on record, enjoy working with you guys every day. How are you guys going to spend New Year's and New Year's Day? 
Well, I'll see bedtime probably about eight thirty uh, on New Year's on New Year's well, Eve. I wish. Well, I wish. Well, yeah, Michael and the guys are going to be. Are, can I say that? Yeah, you okay, can because yeah. uh, they also Four Street also owns sidelines. That's my, right. My band's playing tomorrow night from seven to ten because of. Uh, executive orders here in Hattiesburg, but that's fine. You know, at forty-three, I'm, and like some of us that. older people appreciate yeah, those seven like, to ten hours. Yes, you know, I'll be in bed before midnight. So you know, yeah, I, th- the I most, think everybody. The most would be important glad question is, Sander, what is your wardrobe going to be tomorrow night? Well, what what do you normally wear on New Year's Eve? A diaper. Well, I mean, you, know, you like, normally wear like a like a silver suit with a disco ball above your head. No, those those, those are more like the big years. fundraising events. But you know, with a new year, you, you you dress up like a baby. I got the big diaper with the oversized no, safety no. pins on the side, and no. stop, stop. No. Well, you asked. We get more in trouble. <laughs> we get more in trouble by putting that image in people's heads than other words that uh, people refrain from using on this on this show. But yeah, I uh, I'm going deer hunting, y'all. Me and my dad going to Central Mississippi, and we're going to go shoot deer. Doctor Luke, cleared it. My brother-in-law is going to let me. I can shoot a gun. But so Luke, I'm for happy. you to go deer hunting, all you have to do is be home when Lauren arrives, and you've already found your deer. Thanks, Kelly. Right? That's exactly right. Yes, there you go. I uh, I have a wonderful wife. For, for well, a guy, for a guy that's a not married, year. I got some game. You know, I mean, at least I know a book. I, at least I know what to say. It never works, but it, it, it sounds good. You know, it. Yeah. To, to some people. Yeah. To uh, to some people. Hey, Bob's going to be back Monday. We appreciate you joining us this entire year for the Eagle Hour. You guys couldn't do it without you. Uh, for Michael Mergens, Kelly Sander, Bob Getty, Sheila Hennis, we wish your family a happy new year. Best of show the next two days, and we will be back Monday live with you at 1 o'clock. As always, out of 2020 into 2021, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.